It's August 9th, 2023, and welcome to episode 82 of the Babe Metal Podcast. We gather in the podcast Discord server, now and again, to discuss news and thoughts on the past and future projects of Babe Metal. We invite you to join us, whether you're a longtime fan or have only just arrived. I'm Paul, and I'm joined by Kevin. Hello. <laughs> and Maggie. Hi. <laughs> Awesome. We're running out of bits. Awesome. We're running out We're of bits. We're so enthusiastic. <laughs> yes. Well, this is a special Wednesday recording. It is a special Wednesday recording. It's just kind of in the middle of a week and just kind of here and like, hey. You know, it feels like, it yo, feels like a Wednesday. mid-season finale. <laughs> but with less hype. Like we're going to do this and leave ourselves hanging until things start happening again. Yeah. yeah. And then the new season starts next month. <laughs> or in the next few weeks yeah it's funny i mean like it's been a month since we recorded but um and you know we were thinking well we really need to you know we should record and <laughs> and everything is just about to happen mm-hmm. um but mostly has not happened yes so we can talk a little bit about what's just about to happen we can predict things that will almost immediately be proven false yes <laughs> as is tradition on this show yes <laughs> right but I think so. What we'd kind of plan to do as the main topic is kind of in preparation of the uh, beginning of the the very long U.S. tour and and so forth. Um, just talking a little bit about kind of what to expect at a show, things to think mm-hmm. about um, that may be different uh, between a big metal show and other shows you've been to, or or maybe not uh, different, mm-hmm. but still things to think about that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so if they're also if people in the chat room have suggestions as to things we should mention. We will be interested to hear those too. Yes. All right. So let's see. Bef- maybe before we move to that, um, what things have happened? We've gotten some merchandise announcements, I guess, from mm-hmm. for the uh, for a couple of things. The Summer Sonic has some collaborative shirts that have both Summer Sonic in a sort of baby metal logo uh, form and baby metal on it. With a Summer Sonic um, logo <laughs> form. Oh yeah, I see. I, I actually hadn't noticed that, but they they mixed the styles. Yeah, they, they switched themselves. Uh huh. Yeah, they switched mm-hmm. styles. <laughs> it's kind of cool. I think that is pretty. That is pretty nifty. Mm-hmm. The Summer Sonic style is a little bit generic, so I didn't notice. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Summer Sonic, if you're listening. Neat. It's bubble letters. Yeah, I'm not going to seek that one out. That one I think would be like if I were at Summer Sonic, I would buy it. And, right. for, and under no other circumstance. I think it was actually a pre-order item because I've seen pictures um, running around Twitter X. I'm going to call it that. Um, mm-hmm. I've been seeing pictures. And I think there's actually a couple different colors, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, one for each yeah. each Osaka and Tokyo. Um, but I think one's like black and one's gold. But I know for the black for sure. But I mm-hmm. have seen them around twitter x a little bit and they then you know your standard standard t-shirt of course but on the back of it it's actually kind of cool because it actually has the fox signs of each of the girls on the back like near the neck portion of it mm-hmm. which is pretty neat so and it says baby metal and summer sonic and then the date on the below that it's really cool <laughs> uh there's also a, so th- there's a couple other festivals and they released merch for like a you know sort of merch announcement for those mm-hmm. um and i think that's for just like all of their stuff at the other festivals like, mm-hmm. i don't think they're specific um it's the shirts 
very cool. There's, There's what a shirt, a fan, and a towel. Yeah, with the new logo on it. That shirt is mm-hmm. actually pretty sick. Like it's yeah. really cool because it actually has a figure, the three figures, and they look like the girls, like the hairstyles of the girls, and it has the the fox masks on them, and it's it's pretty awesome. It's also pretty awesome that uh, the official image of this says at the top in very large letters, baby metal off the old goods. (laughs) (gasps) I didn't notice that before. (laughs) Oh my God. (laughs) Wow. They're consistent. Gotta love it. All right. Let's see. What else? Is there any other merch? Um, (laughs) uh, Yeah, there is. Yeah, there is. So yeah, we had the announcement of the Apocrypha, the other one, which, uh, Tokyo or the um it's in Tokyo at Zep Haneda. Uh it's next week, which is the fifteenth and sixteenth. Um they've already had tickets, tickets are all good, everything's been all taken care of on that end. Uh and then they just announced the merch just a few days ago. Um they have, you know, a t shirt, which it's it's designed by someone who did they've done some shirts in the past here within the last tour cycle or two. It's pretty neat looking. Uh, and then they have a a luck charm. It says baby metal on it. It's pretty neat. And then, of course, they have the towel for sale, too, uh, with the new logo. So that's what they're what they're offering for that, for the Apocrypha. Another one. How many more names can we burn around the something one theme? Another one. I don't. The other one. <laughs> the previous one. That one. A new one? The second one. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I will have to break in here just because I can't hear anybody anymore. So one second. Oh, no. <laughs> My uh, headphones have died. Oh, that's not good. Yeah, that's never good. It's our show now. Yeah. Well, hijack it. <laughs> Welcome to episode one of the Metalverse podcast. <laughs> right? We think we know what's going on. We'll still don't know yet, but we'll see. Reality is, we know mm-hmm. nothing. I mean, it is the metaverse. We know nothing. It is a totally different verse. So, a verse onto <laughs> what do you a think verse. You know, you don't know. So, are we actually discussing the uh, the four short things that we've seen? <laughs> no. no. <laughs> While you were gone, we took the opportunity okay. to hijack the show, and we became the Metalverse Podcast, episode one. Yes. Awesome. awesome. <laughs> <laughs> But we will. I think it might be worth talking about those four things. Yeah, the we did get four Metalverse teasers, little shorts, and then they seem to like each short extends out the music that is played in it, and is definitely other people singing for sure. Mm-hmm. Doesn't necessarily give a one hundred percent exactly what it is per se, but it is definitely a song, and it's actually been kind of amusing because. Koba has been actually kind of interacting with with some of these shorts and retweeting. I don't know what the Just heck they call tweet. it anymore. Retweeting. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's it's not going to matter in in two months anyway. But fair this, enough. We'll call it Twitter until it's gone. <laughs> fair enough. Um, but um, actually, there was one one of those where he like kept typing out G like G N and a little saw blade G N little saw blade G N a little saw blade which we found out was in reference to the lyrics that were being sung in the in the video uh Koba has been a little bit more interactive with baby metal tweets and metal verse tweets 
if you have not followed him on Twitter, it's kind of amusing. So it's Koba Metal underscore Japan, I'm pretty sure is what it is, if you haven't followed him yet. But uh, but yeah, that was amusing with that Metalverse <laughs> teaser. It, it, actually, I'm looking at it now, and it, I guess it was um, not GN, but GZ. GZ, GZ saw. Okay. GZ saw. Yeah, GZ saw. People kind of figured out that it was in reference to some of the lyrics that were being sung during the teaser. So we just still know that Metalverse is still performing as a opener at Summersonic Tokyo. Tokyo, I think it's Tokyo. They're only doing it in one one of the one of the shows. Um, yeah, and they still have the the Metalverse unboxing that's going on. I think it's at the end of this month on the twenty fourth. I think, and tickets, of course, have gone on then that too. Yeah, Thursday, August twenty fourth, Friday, August twenty fifth. Yeah. Spotify O East. Yeah. So that's going to be happening here soon. So we only got a couple more weeks before we find out what the crap. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe not even that. Next week, actually, we'll figure out what the crap at um, Summer Sonic. That'll be our first introduction to what the Metalverse technically is. So that'll be interesting. Perhaps we can get t-shirts printed and say, we have found out what the crap. <laughs> in celebration. <laughs> what the crap the Metalverse is. <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. No, yeah, the, listening to the music, it's, it is interesting. It... Like I, I don't feel like I could imagine Babe Metal doing those. Like I mean, it doesn't sound quite like Babe Metal to me. Mm-hmm. Um, it's definitely too poppy <laughs> in a way that uh, um, I can't quite describe because it's not like Babe Metal isn't sometimes, but still. Right. Well, you know how it is, though, that sometimes they'll cut out, like, certain portions of a song, and it's like, oh, man, this is going to be, like, a great pop song, and then you go to listen to it, and it's, like, super-duper heavy, like, Mirror Mirror was, like, the only thing they ever showed off was that uh, very poppy portion of the song, and totally left out that was like, oh, man, this is, like, stupidly heavy. (laughs) So we might be surprised still. Who knows? (laughs) We'll find out next week. (laughs) Soon we will know what the crap. Soon we will know what the crap. (laughs) Uh, okay, let's see. Yeah, so Metalverse. Next time we'll talk about Metalverse, no doubt, because we will we'll know something. Mm-hmm. There was another announcement that I I feel like I haven't fully internalized yet um, about Nexfus. Oh um, yeah, they're playing November third, um, mm-hmm. and it's it's a sort of a small combination. Well, I'm not all that small. Uh, combination of groups that does include Bring Me the Horizon, but also Youngblood, uh, Yasobi, um, I Prevail, Pale Dusk. Pale Dusk being uh, the people behind uh, the the end song. Mm-hmm. And Hanabi oh. is going to be part of it too, which is exciting. Who um, Meg Metal from Baby Metal, you know, mm-hmm. producing and stuff like that has helped on. And actually, I figured out that Yu Yo Yuppie also helped with mm-hmm. that album too. So just some side notes to go listen to them too. <laughs> yeah. yeah. No, I bet that'll be pretty interesting. Um, but yeah, so at. Makahari Messi, uh, November 3rd. Mm-hmm. And then they're doing two additional shows before that day, I, or either before or after that date. Um, they're going to, I want to say Nagoya, and uh, I don't remember the dates. But there's two like pre-show festivals, and then Next Fest mm-hmm. at Makahari is like the main festival. Um, yeah. They're basically just 
having the same like main headliners like Baby Metal and, and Bring Me the Horizon. Um, and Young Blood's going to be there, and I Prevail, but the other smaller bands are not going to be there. I know for sure Hanabi is only going to be at the next fest in Tokyo. This is as much as I remember. Uh, and I, I finally understand why I didn't see Hanabi there because it's basically just a bunch of like squiggly lines and then under under the logo you know in very <laughs> small letters it says Hanabi. Yeah. <laughs> but uh cool. All right. So yeah, there's there's um as as we hinted at before, there are things coming we can't talk about yet because they haven't happened yet, but they're almost here. Oh. Next November is not really almost here. Oh, that's right. And also but. Maximum the Hormone is going to be there too, which is also a very popular band. Another squiggly one? There, well, it's not squiggly by any means. It's two crossbones oh, you know, doing is. the metal. Yeah. <laughs> and for those who play the anime game, they're the ones who did the opener for um, Death Note, that anime show. So, oh. yeah, it's called What's I've Up? Heard of it. It's that called is all. What's Up People, I think is the song. So, if you're familiar with the anime, then and if you've never heard of Maximum Hormone, go listen to them. They're actually kind of fun. They're a little all over the place, but it's a lot of fun. It, it, it's a taste. <laughs> cool. They Wow Wow did air since we went uh recorded last the Clear Night. Mm-hmm. Um which I failed to take very significant notes on (laughs) but um uh you know so i'm sure they cut something out and i don't know what it was but um, yeah uh anyway look it was nice um oh metal kingdom was was fairly you know epic again uh there and metalism was interesting i thought just because uh it sounded a little thinner to me uh than the studio version that we saw before um in the official video so i'm still kind of trying to like it more uh, Fair. <laughs> than the than the studio. Although there's a little bit of extra sort of guitar stuff in there that's uh, that enhances it. Mm-hmm. So. I wouldn't judge the uh, audio quality of a bootleg copy of a Wow Wow TV stream. <laughs> oh, well, yeah, I don't know. I mean, it's a, it's not like it's second generation or anything. It's a, you know, 12 gigabyte digital stream, <laughs> but um, it's possible the Blu-ray will be a little better. Thin was not the impression I got in the building. <laughs> Fair enough. Yes, we have experience because you, <laughs> you were actually there. That's not there. what I would use to describe that one song. Yeah, I'm, I'm not sure what it is that, that gives me that impression, but it, it's it's sort of, there's a there's a mixing oddity where the, uh, like some of the pre-recorded stuff is quite loud compared to the mm. live stuff. Anyway, yeah, it doesn't matter. I'll, anyway, yeah. It's neat to see the audio that belongs with the video. Mm-hmm. So I guess what I mean is it's neat to hear the audio that belongs with the video that you see. <laughs> Fair enough. I'm sure everybody's much happier now that I clarified. <laughs> that. <laughs> uh, it's possible that we're um, running out of steam here. <laughs> so maybe we should... Is, are there other news things or should we move on to the, the just, topic? Just real quick. Um, there is a couple mm-hmm. magazines that are in the process of being released. Both of them oh, yeah. potentially having Momo... Uh, part of the interview um one of them being pmc which which i think we determined is releasing at the end of this month um Mm -hmm. 
And then there's one that will be potential. I'm assuming is going to be in English because it's Revolver magazine, based in I think they're in the U.S. Um, and that is technically has should have already have been released. Um, although there's a, some pre-orders are still being taken on their website, and from what Paul said earlier, his shipment is still pending. <laughs> oh yeah, like they uh, it's it's in that sort of early early shipment stage where the post office has gotten like the the label's been registered but the post office doesn't have it in their hands yet yeah so if that's something that interests you potentially there are uh what did we say uh five covers obviously bm is going to be the one that most of us probably get but also then sevenfold ghost uh queens of the stone age sleep token i feel like i missed somebody but um but they're also going to be. They have their own. Co- they have their own covers too. So, just in case you like other bands and want different other covers too, there you go. But Baby Metal has their own as well, with Momo on the front too. And so you can expect her interview <laughs> in that, as long as, uh, as well as an interview with Koba talking about Metalverse in Revolver in PMC. Yeah, I'm. I'm a little skeptical that Revolver will have um, Momo Metal represented in words. Um, just because it it was it's not yeah. new. I mean, it it was sort of done quite a while ago. But the PMC one, I think everyone is pretty convinced. Uh, there's there's interviews. Um, read, just read. I can read it. Translated. Sue metal, Moa metal, Momo metal. Talk about metalverse. They talk about their embarking on their longest tour in history, being summoned as a new formation, etc. Yeah, it's it's pretty explicit. Yeah. <laughs> I see. Yeah, it is pretty explicit. So. Excellent. So that so that will be so um that means Hedoban got scooped. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Which I think so. It's um kind of sad. <laughs> but I don't know. I think PMC is a better format for it because they kind of do the long format interview better, I think. Mm-hmm. I will 100% agree with that. I don't know. I tend to enjoy PMC interviews a little bit more. And it seems like they're a little bit more loose in talking about different things than Hedabon as well. Yeah, maybe. I I, I like Hedabon's quite a lot, but um they are quite good. But I also like PMC's a lot, so. Yeah. Oh. Uh anyway, but so I'm sure there's going to be a Hedabon issue. It's just it hasn't been announced yet. Um uh I think the you know, editor in chief has been has been sort of hinting about it. It's it's about to be some, you know, anniversary, some significant anniversary of the formation of the magazine. So um is it 10 years? I guess maybe it could be 10 years. Oh, I thought the 10 years happened about around the same time as Baby Metal's 10 years. I thought. I mean, I could be wrong, but well, I don't I wouldn't I guess I wouldn't think so because um Hedelbaum sort of started in order to cover Baby Metal, but Baby Metal had been going for a little while before they became significant enough to cover. So it wouldn't surprise me that much if 2014 was like the first Hedoban issue, but or 2013 or something. Um, let's see. Maybe the internet knows Hedoban magazine. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, yeah, at, at, at any rate, there's going to be some sort of significant thing um, uh, soon. And, and it just hasn't been uh, announced yet. And considering the, the, the head chief is like a big, 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 big metal fan. I would not be surprised. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, I saw, I see some, you know, random website saying Hedabon celebrates first decade posted February, 2023. So it's, it's gotta be, 
about right something some kind of 10 year anniversary so magazines are coming probably more probably a lot more are coming actually but um these are the ones we know about yeah as they hit the road i would expect more yeah speaking of the road <laughs> um yeah way to segue that uh, yeah <laughs> But yeah, so I, I think we were we were talking in our own sort of internal channel about the things that might be interesting to talk about. And one one thing that came up uh, is that now that we're about to start getting into um, concert season, you know, with this big long uh, baby clock tour, we just might be interesting to talk about like what people might want to expect, particularly if you haven't been to one before. Um, I don't feel like an expert. <laughs> uh, and I'm sure every venue is slightly different, but uh, there are things that are in common and things people wonder, oh, yeah. like, you know, should I come two whole hours early and that kind of thing? <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, I think I frequently ask questions we can we can bang out between the three of us in our chat here. Oh, yeah. Because I think yeah. a, a lot of people will probably be going for the very first time, which mm. is very exciting. Oh, yeah. Yep. It is going to be a little different since it is being co-headlined, so they so things may run just a little bit differently um, as far as going into the venue is concerned, depending on what kind of tickets you get. But otherwise, it should be pretty similar. <laughs> I don't think anything will change how you get in. Yeah, I'm a, depending on who's headlining. I'm a little I'm a little worried about that, though. The, and, and not so much about like depending on who's headlining, but just the sheer number of ticket tiers. Yeah, that, that I'm. You know, so I'm with Paul on that. Maybe let's start. Let's start at the, let's start at the top and then work our way mm-hmm. towards entry. <laughs> try and try and do it okay. kind of yeah. chronological. Okay, so easier to follow. Pack a toothbrush. <laughs> pack a toothbrush. Yeah. So, as I'm sure you've all figured out, there are a lot of ticket levels. Mm-hmm. If you're like me, if you're like a lot of us, and you want to be as close as possible, you're going to want to get there pretty early. What do you think pretty early is? Well, it depends on the kind of ticket you get. Depends on um, the kind of ticket you got. It depends on the kind of ticket you got. Um, if you have seats, seats just come whenever. Um, if you are on the floor, um, it just really depends on how close you want to be to the front. Um, of course, anybody who has anything that is VIP is obviously going to be in front front. And then anybody with standard tickets will be falling in behind, most likely into the more mosh area. So just for those who may not be interested in moshing, more on the sides. If you're interested in moshing, more in the middle. Um, I think I would also but, maybe uh, add that if you're um, just because your ticket says VIP one doesn't mean you can show up late and be at the barrier. Um, I mean, like, True this is really too. only about, like, the order they allow you in. If you wait yeah. so long that the general admission gets in before you, um, you will not be at the barrier. <laughs> That's true. Right. That That is an accurate statement. Yeah, you, you need to be there at the time of the door opening to make sure that you're in the position in which your ticket presides. So, yeah. yeah, don't make the assumption that just because you're VIP, yeah, what Paul just said, basically. <laughs> yeah, I guess if you um, uh, if you show up right before they start letting people in, you can have the worst position your ticket tier allows. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Basically. You can be at the That's end the of the VIP's yeah. mm-hmm. So let's say you spent $900 on your VIP super ticket. And I'm exaggerating, yeah. of course. Yeah. That's exaggerating. <laughs> but they are expensive. 
They are expensive. Uh, and you do want to try and get on the barrier. Uh, we have some experience with that. You're yes. going to want to show up as early as possible. Um, mm-hmm. What that what that means is uh, there will people that be in line depending on the city, sometimes overnight. Um, I've seen people would be in line for more than 24 hours to make sure they secured their favorite spot on the barrier. I would say a general rule of thumb, um, if you're in a small to medium-sized city and want to be somewhere on the barrier, don't necessarily care where, just as long as you're leaning over it. Uh, anytime before 7 a.m., I think is probably pretty safe for that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, one other thing I want to mention, too, if you're one of those people who want to get there early, you're going to be with all the other people who've either done this before or have listened to this episode. In most locations, you're going to run into somebody near the front who's going to have a pen. That person is going to ask you what kind of ticket you have, whether it's a VIP, ultimate VIP, either you're a fan of Death Clock, VIP, or GA. Um, And you're going to get a number put on your hand. Um, What that number allows you to do is hold your place in line so that you can, you know, hang out, walk around, talk to people in line, um, go take a bathroom break, go get lunch, go get a cup of coffee, come back um, and, you know, reclaim your place in line. Um, Something to remember with that is it is the honor system. But in all of my experience, everybody, I don't know, sub about 60 or 70 with a number on their hand. Um, has done this before and is going to honor that number. Um, mm-hmm. So so don't worry about it. Um, if you need to go use the restroom and you have a number on your hand, you're going to get your spot back. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, the caveat to that is, is because it's the honor system, it has nothing to do with the venue. If the venue screws up and lets other people in first, which has happened, yeah. your number means nothing. Um, but we we try, you know, there's there's always going to be somebody who's done this before. And we, we try our best to make sure that, you know, if you paid $300 for your ticket, you get to go in first. Um, mm-hmm. And that's just the disadvantage of the, this ticketing system because most venues aren't used to this many levels of tickets. Yeah, because not only is there VIP one for or ultimate VIP for Baby Metal, there is also also an ultimate VIP for Death Clock, which I think gets people to see a like a... Um, sound check essentially um before the show so like i said i'm not sure how all that's how all that's working but if they take care of everybody in the same time that's great if not well we'll see what happens but hopefully that the people at the venue will understand how you know that sort of thing functions and orders of operations and all that jazz yeah i just want to put a big bullet point under all that too be cool if the venue yes. screws it up you know, don't get angry. Just be calm. Try and help them sort it out and help them understand. Don't be an ass. They're just there to work. They don't know what's going on. Um, mm-hmm. Just be a good exactly. human being. Represent yeah. our fandom well when you're doing mm-hmm. this kind of stuff. Um, because mistakes will happen and everybody makes mistakes. Mm-hmm. When it has happened, most of the places I've been to have figured out a way to fix it. So just mm-hmm. just work with them. Don't get yeah. aggressive. Yeah, definitely. We want to be represent. We don't want to be like, oh man, baby metal's coming around. Man, their fans are nasty. You know. <laughs> yeah. Try to consider as the fact of, yeah, it might have messed up. I at least still get to see the show. Like, consider it that way. Yeah, I understand maybe money amounts, but you know, you're still getting to see the show. 
So if things happen, try to be somewhat understanding. Yeah, and with the so. t- with the ticket levels, once you're inside, the best seat or standing spot in the house is the one you have. Just keep that in mind. Mm-hmm. You're still going to have a good time. Yeah, it's a better way of saying it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, one thing that... Well, a couple of things that, that occurred to me while we were talking about that. The, um, the last time there was one in Boston, there were only probably like five or seven people there by like eight or nine a.m. So um, uh, it really does vary. But like at the forum, I think actually the forum, I think there was a, a limit as to how early you could get there. Mm-hmm. There was a limit was. to how early you could be on the property, but we stood on the sidewalk yeah. on public property much earlier. <laughs> uh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Oh. And with lots and lots of people just chit chatting. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So the smaller your city, the later you can get there, but I wouldn't get there after 8 a.m. anywhere. Yeah. So I think it's pretty common for people to go on their own. I mean, like, you know, so not dragging a friend with mm. them or whatever. They're just, they're just going. Um, mm-hmm. But don't worry about that. I mean, like, if you can't get, it might almost be better not to be able to get someone who's not interested really to go with you mm-hmm. uh, because then that would sort of dampen the ability to just kind of like talk to all the people who are really like into this uh uh with you mm-hmm. in line so mm-hmm. um that's the that's the that kind of neat thing is like you know suddenly you're dropped in amongst all these people who are also interested in this weird thing that no one else you know in real life is <laughs> <laughs> so one other thing that so I'm, i don't know if we're ready to to go in yet but um I made a I made a, a tactical error the first time I went to see them, which was um, I had I had a VIP two I think maybe I had VIP VIP one, um, and I went in and I went to the merch booth because I'm an idiot. <laughs> mm. um, I think you have to decide what's important to you. Um, there is yeah. a chance that some of the merch could sell out, but um, if you go to the merch booth first, you will be in like the third row, <laughs> and not on the barrier. Yeah. So if you're tall, then maybe that's fine. I am not tall. Yeah, that's an important decision to make. Um, I wanted to stay outside for a little bit longer here. Okay. Um, Paul, Paul brought up a great point about a lot of people coming on their own. Uh, don't be afraid to walk up to just about anybody. I mean, the standard social cues apply. Don't walk up to somebody who's like huddled into their phone and pretty clear, well, clearly wants to be left alone. But if you see a group of fans talking, feel free to walk up and say hello. This is generally speaking one of the most welcoming, you know, groups of fans out there. Yes. Um, and that makes the day go by faster for everybody when you're having good, fun conversation and you might make a new friend. Yes. So come up indeed. and say hello. Mm-hmm. Um, some other stuff you might see going on outside. Um, this will vary greatly city by city. I would say if you're in a bigger city on the coast, greater likelihood of this happening. Um, but you might see people handing gifts out. Um, mm-hmm. If you don't have yes. anything to hand out, that's okay. Feel free to ask. I've never seen somebody turn that down. Um, that is kind of a. a I'm gonna say. I, I'm gonna say this might be a little ignorant Japanese cultural tradition thing where we all kind of exchange gifts and make things. You know. I've seen mm-hmm. stickers and coins and postcards and incredible fan art. I've, and calculators. I've seen calculators. I've seen fake credit <laughs> cards. I've seen um I would have, I've seen towels. I've seen really intricate um like figurines made. I've seen little vans, like little sprinter trucks. vans, trucks yeah. with prints on the sides. Um if you name it, it's probably been a fan gift and handed out. 
Yes. Um, but don't worry if you don't have anything. Don't feel bad about asking. But if you feel so inclined, you know, these are all usually made, not something you buy. Um, I have seen like off the store, off the shelf candy and snacks and little things like that, too, that are individually packaged being hand out. But generally speaking, they're kind of like handmade um, of varying quality. I'm not an artist, but I make <laughs> stickers and cards and things to hand out every time. And mm-hmm. it's the thought that counts. Um, so you'll probably see exactly. some of that going on, depending on where you are. Um, enjoy, participate. Those are all really cool things. I have several large containers of those things from various shows. And, you know, honestly, I appreciate that stuff more than, you know, the t-shirt I bought at the merch booth. Um, exactly. That's more of a that memory so to true. me and, um, than anything I'll buy from this group. So definitely recommend participating if you're able in some capacity. It's quite, it's definitely not something I've seen with other, other bands. And I've been to a few shows and this is, that's something that's, extremely special it's just being able to you know interact with all your all the fans and things in one capacity or another is is just really nice so it is going to be interesting to see and you know maybe we'll just start getting reports back once they once they start but um i don't know how this is going to interact with the uh death clock group you know like uh i normally i think with almost any other opening band that uh, Babe Metal has been with, the Babe Metal group is, you know, the one that gets there early in the morning <laughs> and yeah. stays there all day. And, you know, um, and I don't know, I don't know if the, we, they, there may be a, more of a mixture. Um, you know, I, I think there might be some pretty diehard Death Clock fans too mm-hmm. going early. So that will also yeah, be, that'll be interesting. sort of a, a time to sort of, uh, I don't know, uh, evangelize across Groups, <laughs> Intr- yeah, introduce them to the culture. <laughs> yeah, um, okay. Let's see what else. Uh, Paul brought up another good point about going in. You kind of need to decide: do you want to buy something or do you want to go try and get as close as possible? You can't do both, <laughs> <laughs> so you just kind of got to pick one. Um, if you have multiple tickets and you're fortunate enough to go to multiple shows, um, you could split your time, hit the merch once at one show and then be a little farther back and get the barrier for another one. Um, what else? Yeah, I think that's what I'm planning to do. I have, I have, uh, seats. I have to have more, too many tickets basically, but, um, but I do have a seat option, uh, at, mm-hmm. uh, one of the shows. And I think I may just use that, go and, uh, deal with the merch at that, on the, at that one. Yeah, that's probably a good idea. Usually the popular sizes of, you know, the, the good shirt, cause there's always just one good shirt and then kind of some boring stuff that'll <laughs> usually sell out. Or if there's something unique, um, that could sell out. Uh, so try and do that early and you can take a risk and take this advice with a grain of salt. Sometimes if there's leftovers, it gets put up on Osmart, um, after these tours, but that is pretty rare. So buyer and, beware. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And some on the rare occasion, even on the like us and UK, stores too yeah i think that actually the last ones were on the us uk stores because you know that way they didn't have to ship them back you know they were already here if there are leftovers it may be possible to get them um i do want to talk about some not to do's while we're outside um Mm -hmm. they're gonna arrive either by bus or by van or by both you can snap a picture of the bus but don't try and walk up 
to anybody that's involved with the groups, any other groups, they're there to work. Their security is really tight. You'll get kicked out at the worst. You take it revoked, that kind of thing. Don't be a creeper. Let them do their thing. Our time is not their time, if that makes sense, right? We're there to be, we're, we're there to watch them perform in the afternoon. So don't be a creeper outside. Nobody likes that. They don't like that. Uh, I have seen people get moved by security before. Um, they value their privacy. So try and respect that. Um, I've also seen people try and leave gifts for this group with the venue. Never seen it work. Never heard <laughs> of it getting through. Don't bother. Um, at worst, I've seen somebody try and give them like flowers, which just came off really creepy. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> Save your money. <laughs> I can almost guarantee that it will not make it backstage. They'll never see it. It'll end up in a trash bin or if it's consumable, maybe the venue staff will eat it. <laughs> right. Uh, so don't do that. Um, and just be a good person. Be a good human being. It's not really a don't, but wear deodorant. Be respectful of everybody around you and be respectful of the, the place around you. Don't litter or leave a bunch of crap everywhere. That's not cool yeah. either. One other thing too, as as a as a lady of concert going, um, most venues anywhere nowadays in the U.S. specifically, um, I don't know about other countries, but specifically in the U.S., a big thing is having if you do bring bags or purses or anything of that nature, they do need to be of a clear state. And usually, you can find like the vinyl clear ones on like Amazon for like. 10 15 bucks if that uh backpack size they don't want them like super huge obviously um but they do come in sizes that you know go across your shoulder or have the um like the back pack i don't know how to explain it but it's not the two-shouldered one but the one that kind of goes across baby metal has sold them in the past but um they do have there are clear ones that you can purchase at different other places but like i said most venues will require that if you have a, a a handheld bag of some variation that it needs to be clear so that's warning out <laughs> yeah and that, that's actually i mean I, I don't know that i have a um solution or plan for this but it's definitely a concern is like what do you do with your merch you know um you generally speaking you know you you're well if you if you get it you know i guess if you haven't gone for the barrier but you went to got to get it and then there's a show you know, the number on your hand is not going to save your spot on the barrier. Once you're at the barrier, if you leave the barrier, you are no longer on the barrier. <laughs> um, Correct. So so um, you don't have a chance to go, like, put anything in your car or, you know, anything like that. You need to um, kind of plan ahead and not, like, chug a bunch of liquid ahead of time. <laughs> that sort of thing. It, like, one thing I guess I'm thinking about is that if you have a VIP ticket, they give you stuff. Usually it's not very interesting stuff, but it's like little, you know... Uh, I think we had like metal straws and stuff like that. Um, and they have to go somewhere. I have the one that goes across your back and it actually is a decent size to where if you roll a t-shirt up really tightly, you could probably get like three mm -hmm. in this thing comfortably. It's really nice. So um, if anybody needs, I can always try to link it in, in our pod or in our, our discord. Mm -hmm. um, if anybody is curious about that, because I've taken it to a couple concerts myself already and it's, it's really handy. So cool. it, it's, it's roomy, but not super huge and comfortable and still close to your back. Um, 
So yeah, just a recommendation. <laughs> and I think venues do have a size limit um, as well as yeah, they being do. clear. So so knowing that you yeah. have one that's like the right sort of acceptable size and clear would be great. Exactly. Uh, what I do is I stuff stuff in pockets. If I buy a shirt, I can roll it up pretty small and usually get it in a pocket. If I buy a hoodie, <laughs> I can usually tie it around my waist. Uh, those are solid <laughs> options as well. Yeah, just wear all the shirts. You can always wear <laughs> the t-shirt. I've seen people yeah. wear all the shirts before I have too. Seen, yep. Um, <laughs> you know heat stroke 10 minutes in yeah (laughs) right one other thing that is probably fairly important to think about uh well in advance is having some sort of ear protection yes i mean you know i i guess i would not i would not recommend choosing not to have it but at least know that you have made that choice uh in advance Uh, because if you if you are going to have ear protection and you ought to uh you can get some fairly good ones that that sort of um, that will let that basically cut the the volume down without without really changing the shape of the audio, so it doesn't it doesn't ruin the sound uh, as much as like a construction earplug would. It would be worth looking into that, um, and I definitely would not go without without those. Yeah, and if I mean if you have to get like construction ones, they're available at pretty much any kind of like health store, like. Walgreens, Rite Aid, CVS, that sort tons of thing. Tons of options on Amazon. Um, yeah, and there's tons of options mm-hmm. on Amazon. Um, if you want, if you happen to be like, oh, I want to go to more concerts more often, I would invest in a good set of ear uh, protection. Um, the only one that I know off the top of my head, I think it's called Eargasm. Yeah. Um, I've always heard good things about those. Um, that's the one that kind of Paul was explaining where it, it blocks out the loudness, but it still has the quality still going in the ear, that sort of thing. Um, but I've always heard good things about it, but I, I'm, I'm a nerd. I'm also a baby metal fan and baby metal did sell, uh, earplugs, uh, during 10 baby metal years. And yes, I did buy them. And yes, I use them all the time, uh, <laughs> unabashedly. So those are the sort of like hi-fi earplugs too. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are the good ones. Yeah, they're supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're supposed to be the good ones. So, and they even have a little little uh, metal case that you twist off, and you take the little earpiece and you put it back on. It's like a little keychain. It's kind of cool. So, <laughs> but uh, but yeah. So there you do. You do have options available to you, but definitely for sure, one hundred percent. It's. If you think it's going to be loud, think expect it to be ten times louder than what you think it's really going to be. So I definitely suggest just it doesn't matter how the cheap the sound your earplugs are, just get a set. Any protection is better than none at all. Very true. So let's see. We're inside. We have our earplugs. We know what to do with the stuff <laughs> we bought. <laughs> yes. Let's talk about uh, being on the floor a little bit, huh? Um, if you're on the barrier, yeah, nobody in front of you great you're in a great place mm-hmm. if you're not on the barrier mm-hmm. you're not going to have any personal space that's just no, the reality of being on the floor at yes. just about any concert um you're going to be touching yes. other people um when the show starts mm-hmm. there will likely be a small crush forward because people want to be close if a pit opens depending on the size of the pit you might get crushed even further forward and when i say crush i just mean like the act of a body of humanity moving i don't i don't mean physically getting crushed um not to not to scare anybody, um, but yeah, <laughs> don't don't expect to have a personal bubble while you're on the floor. Yeah, wave movement. Yeah, wave movement may happen. Um, and have fun. 
Moshing is a thing that happens. Mm. It's totally optional. Plenty of people mm-hmm. don't mosh. I don't mosh. I like watching the show. I don't mosh either. I like watching moshers. If you do choose to mosh, <laughs> don't be violent. Don't throw elbows. Have fun. Run in circles. Help people. Help pick people up that fall. Um, if somebody loses a shoe, try and grab it. Um, mm-hmm. Or glasses. Yeah. If you are a glasses wearer and you're on the floor, I have a sports band. Highly recommend it because I have had my glasses get knocked off my head before. So now yes. I wear a sport band uh, at every concert I go to. Just that can't happen because I like, again, being able to see. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, Actually, I think all three of us wear glasses, don't we? <laughs> yeah, we do. Crowd surfing is a thing. Mm-hmm. It's not my thing. No. But something to watch out for. Um, I try and kind of keep a sense of what's going on around me to expect when somebody might be coming near or over my head because I don't want to get kicked in the head. I've seen it happen. It's I've never seen it happen intentionally. Like somebody, a crowd surfer just boots somebody in the back of the head, but it's a person being moved by hands on top of a mm-hmm. sea of people. Stuff happens. Flailing. <laughs> um, so yeah, be, be cognizant of that. Just kind of be aware of your surroundings so you don't get bonked. Mm-hmm. Um, what else? I guess if you're if you're at the barrier, uh, you probably want to hang on to it, um, or mm-hmm. or you will just get sort of shifted away. I mean, like you know, I, I uh, you do need to sort of cling to your spot. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, and with not knowing how the death clock community works per se, I don't know like how how that'll affect things either. But yeah. Sometimes you can kind of just somehow manage to be down just a little further than you originally, or somehow somebody kind of squeezes in beside you. It's like, hello. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, in a sense, I, I, you know, it's it's nice sometimes to hear the stories of delight of people who got general admission and managed to worm their way up to the barrier. But at the same time, <laughs> you know. Yeah, don't be that ass, please. <laughs> just Just don't do it. Yeah, I don't allow that. If somebody tries to worm in next to me, I make myself very large. Yeah. And I am a large human. Yeah. You are yeah. not getting next to me. Yeah. You had better be like the nicest person since sliced bread to even get beside me. Like, there better be a good damn reason. I wouldn't let my mother <laughs> on the barrier next to me if she wasn't there all day. You do, speaking of that, though, want to, um, like, uh, shortly before you go in, hit the hit the restroom and, uh, and you know, mm-hmm. like, plan mm-hmm. ahead. Don't drink your 64 ounces of stuff right before you go in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but make sure you are well hydrated. Don't go all day without drinking. Yeah. You, and it will be hot. Yeah. It is yeah, the summer. Sp- it it, it'll be hot. Yeah. And speaking of drinking, <laughs> some of these locations may have bars. Uh, so there may be people who are just a bit intoxicated potentially. So bear that in mind. One of those things of being aware of your surroundings. Um, some people can be obnoxious when they're drunk. Some people are okay when they're drunk. It just really just depends. But just bear that in mind that, you know, drinking may be allowed in the venue at some of these places so just bear that in mind yeah so uh you're kind of ready to go at this point um have fun make sure you bring a towel for papaya that will almost certainly happen that is requirement (laughs) yep you're gonna want to wave that above your head Um, but hold on to it tight so you don't lose it Mm -hmm. and also sort of a moderately sized one not like a beach towel (laughs) yeah do not please do not bring a beach towel Yeah, don't do that. <laughs> the official towels are the perfect size for that. And I'm sure that's mm-hmm. by design. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're called 
specifically they're called neck towels, are they not? Or face towels? Something something like that. Something like that. Um, And then, yeah, have fun. Enjoy the concert. Mm -hmm. Do your best. It will be fun. There likely will be at least one, if not two, uh, opening groups before we get to the baby metal part. And, you know, be be nice to them, too. (laughs) Mm -hmm. Um, Oh, yeah. Baby metal just doesn't go and just randomly grab Joe Schmo off the street. Although some of them are some of them are well known, some of them are lesser lesser known. But there is obviously, especially in Coma's mind, a level of respect for these people that they have. Just be respectful. So yeah, please be respectful and and kind. Although I, something I do recommend, and it has helped me out in the past, is if you don't know somebody that is playing. And you're like, oh, I just want to be there for that. Go ahead and just find something on YouTube. Give them a few songs to listen and just kind of get a feel for it. You know, that way you know what to expect and not just stand there and be like finding it out at that point in time. Um, you know, that that's kind of how I like I, I got a love of the band Avatar because Avatar did open for um, Baby Metal's uh, 2019 tour. Um, and I freaking love them. They're great. They're awesome. And um, like a couple years ago, I went to their sh- just their headlining show. Um, me and my husband, we went and it was great. And now I love them. I'm a big fan of theirs. And, you know, you never know who you're going to you never know who you're going to randomly find and enjoy, especially with that they're an opening act. So right. um, and even the Australian um opening act uh relica they're pretty decent too and i didn't even go to that show i was just by word of mouth they were like oh yeah this opening act's pretty cool and then they happened to have music on a music thing that i use and i was like okay that's really good so just you know give give a couple things a listen death clock obviously you know popular for metalocalypse so go listen to metalocalypse um jason I can't think of his last name. Richardson. Richardson. Um, he is specifically musical. There's not any singing whatsoever. He is strictly a guitar player. Um, I've watched a couple of his things. Pretty decent, I think. He's pretty cool. It'll it'll be a fun time. Um, but yeah. So so if, like I said, if you're unsure of either one of those, just go to YouTube, find some things, uh, and just at least give it a lesson so you know what to expect. Yeah, this and that at least definitely would be my approach. I I tend not to um, absorb things very well if I've never heard them before and I'm hearing them at you know high decibels. <laughs> um, so, if you are the sort that really you know doesn't like a spoiler, I suppose you can just go try to enjoy it at first. But I I think I would follow Maggie's recommendation myself for sure. Yeah, definitely. Um, really, yeah, I think that's that really about covers it. Um, I would look for there's lots of social media groups that organize things like after parties and get togethers around a lot of these shows. Again, your mileage will vary probably to based, uh, based on the size of the city and if they've been there before or not. Uh, but I would wager that most of the mid to big cities that they're going to stop in will have some sort of get together afterwards um, that you can find in various social media groups, Reddit, Facebook, all those other things. Um, and those are always open to everybody. Yeah, there's a, there's a couple of people who tend to try to um, organize those. I mean, like like um, uh, a couple of sort of specific people tend to spearhead these, which is uh, really quite yes. nice. Um, yeah. So on the Discord server that's related to the 
subreddit. Um, there's a bunch of threads with each of the individual shows in them, and and information about the after parties would be in there. Um, but it is it's pretty mm-hmm. common though. There'll be some like you know some bar or space rented out that's not far from the venue, um, and you can sort of collect there afterwards and um, you know continue the evening well into the night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's always usually it's a fun time. Yeah. It, you know, I would kind of recommend. So I, one of the one of the shows I'm going to is like near me, and the other one is not so near me. Um, and it's it's actually kind of nice to travel to a place because then, in a, in a sense, like you can let the evening go on longer because all you're doing is just going to the hotel afterwards. <laughs> right. <laughs> so you might consider that, or even if it's you know in your own city, just getting a hotel next to the venue so you can go to the after party and not have to try to make your way home at three a.m. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Always kind of plan your, your traveling and where are you going to park and how are you going to get there if it's by train or foot or, you know, map it out. Mm-hmm. It's definitely helpful. <laughs> yeah. I guess I, I do, even though this is, you know, sort of way out of sequence, I do want to sort of reinforce the fact that um, it's it's okay to come early and People do it all the time. And, you know, you don't, that doesn't mean standing still, like, you know, staring off into space for 10 hours. Um, it's, uh, it's all very, very friendly and communal. You can leave and come back and, and, uh, uh not lose your spot and stuff like that. It's, it's, um, so don't worry <laughs> is the main thing. Mm-hmm. It, it will work out. Um, do plan ahead a little bit, but don't worry about it too much. Don't be afraid to ask questions to anybody who looks like they've been there before you. Oh, yeah. Because they probably had the same questions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't myself have much recent experience with concerts other than these. Um, but nevertheless, I have this feeling like it's it's a little unusual. Um, uh, the big metal, going to a big metal concert is not quite the same as going to nearly anything else except, you know, a few sort of like uh, other, yeah. other groups with mega fan bases. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. For sure. I mean, I just went to a couple concerts the last couple months, and yeah, it's it's definitely a little different kind of thing. Um, I know that we got there at like four o'clock, and somehow ended up getting barrier for this one concert that we went to, that I went to with a few friends of mine. Like we no no clue how that happened, but it did. Mm-hmm. Um, and because the the VIP people actually got to be up on stage with. <laughs> the big band so that's actually how that worked out i think <laughs> um yeah and then that was kind of the same with the avatar show you know just kind of people were just there and kind of went in and whatever but uh yeah no baby's mail is just it's, it's just a little and actually just a lot of the japanese groups in general are very you know very communal and and talk and interact and the gifts and things it, it, it is definitely a different culture of concert going even with it being in the u.s mm-hmm. I, I know that it definitely it strikes people as funny you know the idea that you might go to a concert you know more than like an hour and a half in advance of when it starts <laughs> yeah that is pretty funny actually somewhat relevant taylor swift just flew through the bay area here and uh it made the news that people were there like six hours before the show <laughs> Like there was a news article written about it, and I was like, "Wow, really? That's it?" <laughs> yeah, that's funny. Oh I was gosh. actually I was sort of assuming that she specifically would have been, you know, the the competitor for people who were camping yeah, out the longest. No. But, uh, wow, 
Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think. Well, I think mainly that is for the fact of like most of those shows are seeds. Yeah, they're all seeds. Yeah. They're not a whole lot of them are going to be on the floor because floor floor There's seats no floor. for or floors in general is just stupid expensive. Mm-hmm. So yeah. Yeah, I guess that makes <laughs> sense. If if um if you if you don't want to spend the day hanging out with other fans. And you have a seat, then there is no point in going Correct. that early. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I guess exactly. unless you want to make sure the merch doesn't sell out. Mm-hmm. Which I mean, if even there's there are times where like if you know somebody who's going to another show, sometimes be like, hey, you know, you can ask. Not 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 always going to work, but sometimes you can be like, hey, you know, there's a show. I got something got sold out. Hey, can somebody help me potentially procure this? Like I said, doesn't always happen, mm-hmm. but sometimes somebody will be nice and be like, you know what? I'm going to do this for you. And, you know, things can happen and stuff like that. But don't bank on that, of course. But just saying that there's a possibility you can always, you know, converse with other fans and and potentially still get the merch that you want. But just something to consider. <laughs> I think. There is sometimes a limit on what you can get, right? At the merch booth. Yes, yeah. sometimes. Don't go and say, I, t- I yeah, want 25 sometimes largest. Sometimes it will say limit one. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, no. Can't do that, no. Yeah. It's usually limit one or two, depending on what the item is. Yeah. You can get one of each, <laughs> but you mm-hmm. can't, yeah. I mean, I, I have a bunch of duplicates, but um, but I, I think I kind of feel like I would have more if I had been allowed to buy more. <laughs> so probably good for me that they have these limits. <laughs> and and also it's good for like the third person in line <laughs> so that they're not all sold out right getting pretty soon here this tour it's like at the end of this month they start in houston right the 30th yeah. i think yeah yeah that's pretty cool i know some people going it'll be good it'll be great some people haven't seen baby metal in forever well then again this is their first u.s tour since 2019 so it's been a while for some people i suppose we should do a uh, run of stickers yeah we should probably do a run of stickers which we can always talk about i think later we're all going to at least one show um in the past we've given out podcast stickers so look for us Mm -hmm. Uh, we should have more Mm -hmm. and i am i'll be it though i'm still kind of debating it at this point in time but i might be in cosplay i don't know yet Mm -hmm. Um, and so, yeah, there may be a potential to be like, hey, there's a crazy girl in an outfit that looks just like Momo. Oh, hey, it's Maggie from that <laughs> podcast. Uh, yeah, come up, say hi if you see me. Like, I don't mind. Just, well, introduce yourself first if you could, because, yeah, appropriateness is, is, is at least required. <laughs> don't just be like, oh, hey, and give me a hug, because then I'll be like, whoa. Yeah, like, I'm nice, but like, Dang, son. Like, come on. <laughs> and plus, my husband will be with me, so just bear that in mind, too. <laughs> a lot of this story just got sort of, like, filled in here. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Quite an elaborate. <laughs> sorry. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, still, either way, say hi. Yeah. It's okay. I think we're actually not, at this point, planning to all three be at the same show. Um, no, no, I don't think so. No. I think me and you, me and you, Paul, are going to be at the same show. I'm pretty sure, but yeah, I think Kevin, you're planning on staying yeah, West I'm Coast. Staying I think, on the West Coast. yeah, yeah, and we're yeah. Not staying on the East Coast. So, yep, um, I'm looking forward to this. I'm uh, a little anxious about various things concerning mm-hmm. the co-headliner, but um, yeah, uh, 
once Houston happens. So Houston's going to be, if you're going to Houston, you know, sorry that you're our guinea pigs, but um, that will be the, that will, that will help <laughs> <Yes>. tell us. <laughs> Do we know who's headlining uh, in Houston? Uh, Not no, off the top of my head. I don't. Okay. Yeah. No. That might also be an interesting thing to know. But, yeah. Um, I'm pretty sure that the, if you did their tickets on Live Nation or Ticketmaster, that the picture that is on the top of the ticket mm-hmm. is who is actually doing the headlining for that night. Like the show that I think we're going to, I believe Baby Metal is headlining that night. Yeah. So. Yeah, that's, that's I believe that is, uh, for, for both of the ones that I have tickets for, I think it, it is... It has that property, which means it'll be like the longest wait in the evening before they start. (laughs) Yeah. That is something to keep in mind, too. Um, There may be some downtime in between performances, and it could always vary just depending on what kind of set pieces and stuff and instruments and things need to be. So there will be some waiting around, too. So just bear that in mind during the show. And it does look like Houston has the baby metal. Um, thumbnail. So now we know. <laughs> we will at least know what one configuration looks like mm-hmm. after Houston. Uh, anything else? <laughs> Are we have we have we covered all of the things that anyone might want to know? Probably not, but I think we've got a pretty I, good start yeah. here. Mm-hmm. If I was gonna say, if anybody has any additional questions, you can always ask in the in the Discord channel. We both, all, well, all three of us would be happy to probably answer, or in the comments of the episode, so. wherever you're listening. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And I guess next time, yeah. So next time we'll have, you know, some some news will have happened uh, even before we get to the tour starting, I think. Right. Maybe. Maybe we'll just talk about the tour yeah. starting, too. Who knows? <laughs> Who knows when we record next? But, we'll get um, metal, at least Metalverse information for sure. Yep. Yep. Okay. Well, then uh, I guess that is it for this episode. You can join us on the Baby Metal Podcast Discord to continue the conversation. Rating the podcast on whatever platform you uh, listen on will help people find it, so please do that. We'll be back here in two weeks, a month, something like that. We hope you'll join us then, and until then, see you.